The views and opinions expressed by guests on this program are not necessarily the views of Thinking Bigger Business Media, Inc. or its employees. Welcome to Smart Companies Thinking Bigger Radio. Get the inside scoop on how America's most successful business owners transform their entrepreneurial vision into reality. And listen in as some of the top business minds in the country serve up practical advice, tips, and insights for growing your business. Now here's your host, Kelly Scanlon. Good morning. Welcome to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon owner of Thinking Bigger Business Media. And with the holidays approaching, we thought it would be fun to talk with one of the entrepreneurial co-founders and visionaries behind the beloved holiday brand, The Elf on the Shelf. So with us today is Shanda Bell, who is a co-owner along with Krista Pitts and Carol Abersold, her mother and her twin sister, to talk with us about the Elf on the Shelf. Welcome to the show today. Hi, thank you for having me. This is a treat. So how did, it's obviously a family affair, so how did the idea for Elf on the Shelf come about? Well, the Elf on the Shelf itself really just sprang from our own family Christmas tradition. When I was a little girl, Santa Claus used to send an elf to our house, and the elf's job was to watch during the day, and then would, he would fly back to the North Pole every night and talk to Santa. And I just remember being so enamored with our elf and talking to him and telling him what I wanted for Christmas <laughs> and asking him not to tell Santa mm-hmm. what I had done certain things that might not get me what I was hoping for for Christmas. And it was just such a special time of year, just such fun memories. And so um, as I grew up, um, I was a school teacher for six years. And one day I'd stopped teaching to become a mom, had my first mm-hmm. son. And, you know, I that tradition kind of uh, myself. And so I was talking to my mom one day, and she was actually really, really having a hard time. Um, just very depressed about having an empty nest. And I remember I looked up and I saw um, our elf sitting on a shelf. And I said to her, you know, Mom, we should write our story. We should write a book about the elf on the shelf and, um, you know, share this tradition with other people. And so that's what we did. We wrote simply based on our own family tradition, our own story. And (laughs) Santa is nice enough to send us the elves. (laughs) And that comes with our little story. And to be able to share a family tradition in that way, it has taken off. It has really become a cultural phenomenon. What 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 led to the actual elf character though? I know there was a story, but how long after the the story was published did the actual elf uh, doll come along? Well, um, the elf has always come with the book box set. Um, so in order for this to really be a family tradition, uh, which is you know what we were hoping mm-hmm. for, clearly mom and I wrote the story first, and we submitted it to several publishing houses, and nobody wanted it. It just got rejected. <laughs> I'm we sure. Have all the letters to prove it you know it's everything from you know we don't we don't um (laughs) like rhyming books or you're not famous and and all the stuff you know that you expect to get from from the publishers and so we really didn't have a choice we either had this good idea you know and it sits on your computer or uh you're forced to do something with it so um my sister, my mom, and myself combined all of our resources, were, which were very few at the time. I put about twenty to twenty-five thousand dollars 
worth of um, debt on our credit cards. Um, my mm-hmm. mom and dad, you know, cashed in a little bit of a 401k and um, what little they had. And then my sister sold her house in Pennsylvania and put some proceeds into the company, and um, that's how we started. Did you think we'd ever get this big? Uh, you know, yes and no. I knew how special this tradition would be for families, but I never, ever, ever dreamed in a million years, and it certainly was not at all even a goal, um, you know, mm-hmm. to make this into a company. It was more out of a necessity. So um, the real love came from doing something special with my mom, and we came up with what I thought was a very special, fun story. Right. And then the idea that we would get to share this with other people, you know, friends, and sell enough <laughs> to pay off the debt. <laughs> of course. <laughs> you know, and I remember really, truly freaking out, thinking to myself, if we don't pay this <laughs> off, you know, they're coming to get me because my husband's a school teacher as well. So uh, I, I know yeah. someone around here who always says, if you're not willing to put uh, your house up for a second mortgage, then you're not really an entrepreneur. And you all certainly, certainly did that. Now, tell us about the magic of Elf on the Shelf. Why do children and their parents love it? What do you think its appeal is? Oh, wow. Um, I think there are so many reasons that this tradition appeals to families. I think one is the idea that it really is a family moment. The whole family gets to participate. Mm-hmm. So whether you're mom and dad and you're talking, you know, about the elf, or whether you're the child who gets to go find it and interact with it or talk to the elf <laughs> yourself, um, you know, you have a direct line to Santa Claus. Um, so I think all of those things just make it so special. Mm-hmm. But I think mostly it's just the simplicity of it. You know, uh, people's elves um, match the personality of their family. Right. And it can be as simple or complicated as the family wants it to be. But, you know, I think it's that. I think it's just the simplicity. And in a time where mm-hmm. we're so disconnected and everybody's on their computer or their iPhone or their iPad, and, you know, this is something that the entire family, young and old alike, can bring Do you have out. any favorite stories that you've heard? Oh, you know, I do. We laugh at the office even. Um, We have almost 60 employees now, and we laugh often because I cannot tell you how many times I've, oh, I never tell anybody where I work. (laughs) Because the second you tell them that you work for Santa Claus and you're elf on the shelf, it is just such a fun, exciting moment because everybody wants to tell you their elf name and their elf stories and um, just what it means to their family. And we have heard things that are so moving, you know, um, stories from hospitals, children's hospitals, um, school rooms, you know, across America, where special things happen because the elf is there. Um, and even in families, you know, um, everything from I'm a, a new divorced parent right. and I was looking for something that was special for our new family, you know, as it, as it looks like today. And so just so meaningful, young and old. I mean, during the season, we can get anywhere from – 10 to 20,000 letters a day. So we have email. You can talk to Santa. Everyone gets a response uh, or, you know, email your elf. And we get everything from this is what I want from Christmas to very moving, meaningful what their elf means to them. Our staff does an amazing job making sure that, um, you know, we get in touch with Santa Claus and the elves. They are very busy this time of year, but they do. They respond, and they do an amazing job. Everyone who works for us understands that they work for Santa Claus, and it's a special calling. I'm surprised you have only 60 employees. You guys are working 24-7, that's for sure. So (laughs) that's pretty amazing. Beyond the, the storybook and beyond the elf, doll you've had a tv special too right 
a video. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. We have an animated Christmas special. Um, that was really just another labor of love. Um, we knew it was the right next step for the brand, and it fits with our idea of the family moment because, you know, what do you do together at Christmas time? You all sit together, hopefully you pop your popcorn or you make your right. hot chocolate and you watch these wonderful Christmas specials that we all grew up with. And so whether it's Charlie Brown or Grinch or Rudolph, uh, and we really wanted the Elf on the Shelf to be a part of that so that the children that are growing up today have memories, you know, of, of that. And so we, my sister, myself, and my mom, we did everything from executive direct and help write songs to write the story, um, the script. We um, hired uh, the company who did the uh, animation for us. And, and the guy who actually ended up directing it for us owns the animation company. He's a friend of ours from high school. So, again, very homegrown. And wow. uh, then we were fortunate enough for CBS to pick it up. Besides the cultural phenomenon that Elf on the Shelf has become, you, your sister, and your mother have earned some pretty outstanding recognition as well as business owners. I mean, just some of the research that I did, the Georgia Small Business Person of the Year, the 2010 Ernst & Young finalist, Inc. Magazine's 500 Fastest Growing Companies. How does that feel? I mean, this all started, what, around 2005, less than 10 years ago? That's correct. We started a company in 2005 when, when we launched the book. And like I said, it's become part of the the Christmas season icon. You also are having to deal with all the accolades, and when I say you have to deal with, I don't. They're always wonderful to get awards, but I don't think some people realize how much time that takes too. And so to be able to to work all of this in, that that's a pretty amazing thing. And how how have you dealt with that? Going, you know, being a school teacher and and transcending all that to what you become now. Well, um, thank you. <laughs> uh, I, I appreciate you um, saying that. You know, I guess I just don't know mm-hmm. anything else. I don't know any other way to be. I've always been very driven. My sister and myself are just very entrepreneurial, have been since the day we were born. Um, and, you know, this is just a great creative outlet for me, what I do. I love it. Absolutely love what I do. And, um, my sister and I are co-CEOs at the company. Um, she handles very much the instilling side, which means she's instilling um, our traditions and our, mm-hmm. our family moments. And I handle the creative side, where I'm creating right. family moments and work with mom on that. So, um, yeah, you know, the accolades are amazing and they're wonderful. Um, it's always an honor to be recognized for your hard work. But I tell people all the time, lots of people work hard. You've alluded to this in some of your previous answers. Family-owned businesses can be really tough. I mean, after all, you have to spend the holidays with each other. <laughs> uh, so how how do your mom and, and Krista and yourself make it all work? Uh, is, is it part of that separation of roles like you just described? Is that a key factor in it? How, how do you make decisions? Uh, how how do you keep it all going and still be you know be able to talk to each other over turkey or ham or whatever it is? when you have to get together and and eat a meal together? Yeah, you know, I think it's a little of all those things. (laughs) You know, we are very, very close in general. We have a very close family. We love each other a lot. Um, I'm fortunate, I think, because my sister and I are twins. And so I really look back at that and I think, you know, our whole lives were spent working it out from the womb, you know. And so I think because of that, in some ways, it's far better than having a traditional business partner because you just say it. Whereas I think if I had another business partner that weren't my family, you know, there's all those 
you know, niceties involved. And I think with the three of us, you know, we're just kind of able to say it and eventually uh, we respect each other a lot and come to that place where, where we can be good with, you know, our differing opinions. But overall, I think we've just managed where we usually can talk it out and come to the, to the right place together. We all lead by our gut and our faith and our hopes. Um, and I do. I think division of, of roles helps a lot so that we're not stepping on each other's toes. But it is busy. It is very, very busy. And a lot of times um, our gifts do overlap. And sometimes we really do have to just kind of step in and sure. help each other as well. This concept was rejected several times, but you have the letters to prove it. I'm just curious, you're in a cluttered, a very cluttered space. If you can imagine, you know, the holidays, what was it that finally broke through? What what got someone's attention? Wow, that, that is a good question. You know, I am not sure. I, I believe that what we bring to people, even from the very beginning, from the very start, when we were traveling to, traveling to little right. junior league markets and literally selling this product out of our cars, mm-hmm. um, I really think it was about word of mouth because right. we knew even then that if you could just get somebody to try it in their home, that it would be something special for them. And then, you know, you leave and there's sort of that void and then they're looking for you and they come find you and... Um, I think a lot of it's just word of mouth. People who love this love it, and they love it a lot. So, um, yeah, I I think it's a lot of that. We've had some amazing moments, things that have happened that are clearly outside of our control, everything from Jennifer Garner being photographed with our product to, you know, um, the elf appearing on the Today Show or Good Mm -hmm. Morning America or you know, Fox News. It's just, it's been embraced really by the culture at large. You can find us in all the major retail stores. Is that right? On online? Where where can they get a hold of this? We list all of our stores at elfontheshelf.com. So uh, we are available nationwide and um, in Canada, the UK, and Ireland as well, Australia. Um, so yeah, all, many of the national retailers uh, carry the Elf on the Shelf, and then we are just launching the Elf on the Shelf, a birthday tradition. We have gotten letters, again, like I said, we get so many, and one of our greatest requests from children all over the world, actually, was that their their elf that they love could come back for their very own birthday. And mom and I would never um, write something or put something out that wasn't really in keeping with the brand and wasn't the best, you know, the best for um for the elf and for Santa, and it just was a natural fit. My mom and I got together, spent some time brainstorming uh, what would be the right uh, tradition. And so this birthday tradition can stand on its own, but it does involve someone else coming back to visit them. And the book comes with a little cupcake outfit for your elf to come celebrate your birthday with you. You invite your elf back so Santa is sure that the elf is welcome to attend. And then the elf comes for 24 hours. And it is a special little story that you read together as a family. You invite your elf to your birthday. And then $1 um, from each of the books that we sell goes to a wonderful organization called Charity Water. And Charity Water is committed and dedicated to bringing clean drinking water to the 800 million people worldwide that do not have it. Thank you so much. I know your time is limited, so we'll let you go now. But thank you so much for all that you do uh, to capture that Christmas magic and bring it to so many families throughout the world, really. Thank you so much. You know, this is just such a pleasure for me. I never, ever dreamed that I would be in this position, and I do hope that I can encourage other people, you know, if you really have a vision and a dream and a goal 
um, you know, be ready to sacrifice for it. You know, I thought your quote earlier about entrepreneurs was really sure. true. I mean, we worked for three and a half years without a single paycheck. You know, we just tried to, tried to pay off the debt and, and make ends meet. But if you're willing to do it and you're in it for the right reasons, and it can't be the dollars at the end, it's got to be about believing in what you are doing. So that's the only way you'll work hard enough uh, to make it there. Uh, and having a passion for it. A lot of hard work. So thank you again. Happy holidays to you and your family. Thank you. This was my pleasure. Have a great day. And if you'd like to learn more about growing your business, you can check out our website at ithinkbigger.com, like us on Facebook at Thinking Bigger Business Media, or follow us on Twitter at I Think Bigger. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.